Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, how's it going? Man, I have had a crazy few weeks. I'm officially in Miami. For those of you guys that don't know, I moved to Miami. I'm officially there. I am loving the city and I have had a lot of stuff going on. So that's that. But I want to dedicate this episode to something that I'm hearing my clients talk about a lot. And what I keep hearing my clients mention, people in my Facebook group, mainly anyone that I coach around bulimia recovery is arbitrary standards. And so I will tell you a little bit about my travels and why this applies. During my travels, <laughs> basically, I moved from Colorado to Miami, and this story is relevant, I promise. I'm telling you guys this story because it applies to arbitrary standards. But during my crazy travels, we went from Boulder, Colorado to Miami, Florida. That's where we moved from. But for those of you that don't know, I am actually from a small town in Indiana. I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere. Very classic small town Midwestern farm girl. That's my culture that I came from. And then I moved to Colorado, and now I'm in Miami. And actually, I am now in Mexico for a little bit. Very different places. And what I noticed is that all of those places, of course, have very different standards. Very different standards of how to dress, how you look, and whatnot. Of course, something I really enjoy about Miami so far is it's very diverse, very cultural, culturally vibrant. Love it. However, in Colorado, it's very acceptable to wear uh, it's very acceptable to wear athletic gear and hiking gear everywhere. Like everyone is a skier in Colorado or a snowboarder. They love the snow, they love to hike, and everyone wears that type of stuff. And in, and you are usually outdoorsy, those sort of things. But back home in my hometown, the standard is that you kind of just wear jeans, a t-shirt, maybe a hoodie, very casual where I grew up. Uh, and then in Miami, it's just a whole different ball, ballpark as far as standards that you dress by, standards of what you look like. The point of what the, this whole story and what was interesting for me is that I realized very quickly, and I've known this for a long time, but it's a very great visual representation of how arbitrary our cultural standards are and how arbitrary the standards that we hold ourselves to are. And the reason I'm bringing this up is that I was doing a coaching session with someone recently. They're talking about how they feel guilty because they're not necessarily in the place that they want to be at yet. They, because of COVID, and I think we all feel this way, COVID kind of uprooted a lot of lives in many different ways, some more severe than others. But COVID changed things for people, and this person felt bad because she felt like she wasn't where she was supposed to be in her life. And she was looking at her friends, people her own age, and she was like, oh, they're this by now. They're maybe engaged by now, or they have a, they own a home by now, these sort of things. And she was beating herself up over this. She's beating herself up over feeling like she wasn't enough. She was guilty that feeling guilty that she hadn't reached those levels of achievements yet. And I questioned her and I said, why? Because who says that you are supposed to have that at this point in your life? The standards that we hold ourselves to, the standards that you think you should be here by now, or you should have this level of success by now, you should maybe be eating differently. It's all very arbitrary. Another person I talked to was saying that they wish they were just a normal eater and they feel bad because they aren't a normal eater. And 
I had to ask, like, what is a normal eater? <laughs> what do you mean? What is a normal eater in society? A lot of people have very diverse, different diets. A lot of people eat completely different things than other people. Some, and so many people have some sort of food issue. No one has a completely normal relationship with food. And what is a normal eater? A lot of people overeat. A lot of people eat too much for what they actually need. And so who are you comparing yourself to? There is no normal. It's just whatever you decide is normal. And the point I'm trying to get across with this whole rant is that we all have this set of rules that we live by. All these standards that we have agreed upon is okay. For me, I thought that I should have—I should be 140 pounds. I should weigh that, no questions asked. I thought that I should have a house by now. I thought that I should be financially successful in whatever way. I had all these standards that I held myself to. And if I did not meet those standards in some way, it meant that the world was ending. It meant that I was a complete and utter failure. And the thing is, those standards really didn't make sense anyway. They were only, I was only making them mean something because I decided that they were true. I decided that those standards were something to live by. And if I failed at them, it was just black and white. If I failed at those standards, then I was an utter failure. I was a terrible person and I was going nowhere. But I think a much healthier approach is to say, you have these goals in life. You have the goal to maybe own a home someday. You have the goal to recover from bulimia someday. You have the goal to have this healthy lifestyle someday. And that you're actively always working towards those goals. And instead of saying, if I don't reach it by this age, if I don't reach it by this time, then I am a complete failure. Ask yourself why you maybe aren't there. Ask yourself what's going on. A lot of us do this with weight. A lot of us think that we have to be a certain weight. And if we are not that weight, then we are disgusting. We are horrible. No one can take us seriously. They think that we're lazy or we think they're lazy. We are lazy. We think that we're just terrible excuses for human beings. I used to do this all the time. If I was on a certain weight, then I was a failure. That's what I made it mean. And that I was a slob and that I was lazy and that I had no self-control. And this is what a lot of my clients make it, me make it mean. But that weight is just an arbitrary standard. If you deviate from it, is it really a big deal? And the whole point of me bringing up arbitrary standards is that they're doing you no good. It's really just setting yourself up to fail. And again, you can have goals for these arbitrary standards, you can try to work towards something, but if you fail at it, it shouldn't mean that it's all over. It shouldn't mean that there's no point in even trying because you already failed, so why do you bother anymore? And you're setting yourself up to fail because some of the standards that you have for yourself are utterly ridiculous. Oftentimes we look at our lives and we choose to see all the arbitrary standards that we have failed at versus all of the things that we have done correctly. But because of the standard that we have for ourselves, we see only failure. We see the glass very much so empty versus half full or 80% full. I've been noticing a trend in my clients recently, a lot of people in my Binge Breakers community and then my clients as well that I coach one-on-one. One, I've noticed that a lot of them tend to be type A, high-performing, perfectionist-type personalities. They are usually entrepreneurs. They have their own business. They are successful in many ways, and yet they have this one thing, which is bulimia. And even though they have accomplished so much in their life, they've accomplished things relationship-wise, business-wise, financially successfully-wise, all of these accomplishments they have. And yet, because they have bulimia in their life, they say that they are no good. That they or they have 
so many things that they need to work on still, that they're a failure, that they are not enough. But what would it mean to yourself if you were enough right now? And then you're just continually adding to something that was already enough. I think oftentimes we look at reaching those arbitrary goals, those standards, as when we get to those arbitrary standards, we will be happy. When we get to being bulimic free, having a normal relationship with food, being at a certain weight, we think then we'll feel happy, then we'll feel like we're enough. But the truth is, you don't feel enough right now. So you're never really going to feel enough even when you get there. Nothing's ever going to be enough for you. Instead, while you're trying to work to these goals, what would it be to accept yourself how you are right now, no matter what, accepting yourself as is right now, and then every single goal that you accomplish after that, every single arbitrary standard that you meet, is just adding to something that is already wonderful, that is already amazing. What would that feel like? Would you approach those arbitrary standards much differently? Because if you already believe that you are enough, if you already believe that you were good enough, then trying to achieve those goals you would approach in a much kinder manner. You wouldn't be so afraid to fail at those goals because if you fail, it doesn't matter. You're already enough. You're already worthy of being a human being, of being alive in this world, of doing the things that you're doing. One of the clients I was talking to this week that, again, high-performing person, entrepreneur, successful business owner, doing all these things, working towards all these goals. However, when I asked her, how many decisions do you think you make correctly versus how many decisions do you make that are wrong? And I asked this because she was being quite down on herself, feeling guilty for all the things that she had done incorrectly. She said 70% correct and 30% bad. And then I, we both kind of laughed, and she, before me even prompting her, said, well, a big portion of that 30% is bulimia. And it's like, that's so cruel to do to yourself. It's so cruel that because you're not reaching this one area, you're not reaching this one arbitrary, silly standard that is put there by society. It's just what we've culturally agreed to. It doesn't really matter that you can't be happy, that you can't be enough, that you can't be worthy, that you have to beat yourself up constantly, that you have to feel horrible all the time because you're not reaching that standard. That is a travesty. That is terrible to do to yourself, and it's going to lead to a miserable life. It's not going to be a fun one. So if you are like one of the many people on this earth that feel guilty when they're not working on something, feel guilty when they're taking time for themselves, or feel guilty because you're not at this perfect weight, or you're not doing every single thing right, and newsflash, no one is, just remember where that guilt is coming from. Ask yourself, is this rational? Is this logical? Do I, should I really feel guilty because I don't have every single thing in my life that is going perfect? Should I feel guilty because Stacy's married and I'm not? No. You're on a completely different journey than anyone else in the world. Your life is completely unique. It's completely different. And I'm not trying to say, oh, you're a special snowflake. We're all very similar in many ways. We're all very homogenized because human beings, we have obviously similar anatomy. However, you're still going to do things in a different way. Your path is completely different from anyone else's. You're going to figure things out differently. You're going to listen to different things. You're going to find your own journey, find your own path. And it does you no good to be comparing yourself to others and holding yourself to the standards of others because there's someone different than you. It was always meant to be different than them. Stop trying to be the same as someone else. Stop trying to hold yourself up to that standard. And oftentimes when you're comparing yourself to these standards, 
a lot of people aren't meeting them either. The people that you think have it all together because they have this one thing in their life, there's other things going on in their life that aren't perfect. And that's always gonna be the case till the day that you die. It's just the way life works. Life, humans, we're far from perfect. That's just how it is. It's unfortunate, but it is the case. And it makes life slightly more interesting. So I hope that this has helped you somewhat. Cultural standards, they're all very arbitrary. Next week, I'll be back in my regular home, regular apartment in Miami, and hopefully things will calm down for me. It's been quite crazy, and I'm, I'm excited to catch you guys up next week on everything that's been going on and tell you some pretty silly stories, some pretty intense stories about my travels. And I also want to talk soon to you guys about unconditional love. I think that this would pair well with this podcast that I just did here today. Anyway, I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. I'm appreciating all the messages I'm getting from you, all the emails. All of you guys are so great, and I appreciate you supporting this podcast. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com slash recovery dash course.